now that we're recording, we can talk more about mustaches. <laughs> mustaches. I was pl- I, several years ago. I was playing a game of Trivial Pursuit, and it was the category of uh, sports and leisure. And the question was like, what activity involves these things? The Fu Manchu. <laughs> the sideburn and i was like is the answer mustaches because that doesn't seem like the type of answer that would be in the category of sports and leisure is there a such thing as competitive mustache growing i hope there so is. there is but it's yes. not like yeah. it's not like active growing it's like show me what you got sort of thing. no i mean i know yeah, i know yeah. speed mustaching when i was <laughs> yeah <laughs> when i was still living in salem there was that guy jeremy lefebvre that i used to work with who created north shore beards and then at one point had the north shore beard competition which i got to be a judge in and that was that was Ooh, that was fun there you go i have a friend who did a comic about uh beard growing and like best practices for you like your best beard how many how many tips and tricks did he have i was like 30 pages long jesus yeah okay well it was it was (laughs) stuff like um increased testosterone will increase the speed at which your beard grows so if your beard is growing too slow do some push-ups no, you don't want any of those performance enhancers, though. <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I, I have also heard that, like, just, like, uh, getting more red meat into your diet or any, like, foods that naturally boost testosterone and shit like that. Yeah, so, like, you know, testosterone is the primary chemical that raises the speed at which a facial hair grows, so anything you can do to boost that will make your beard grow faster, as Noel can attest to. No, yep. man, this took me, like, 15 years. <laughs> Noel has never <laughs> shaved in his life. You should see pictures of us from college. Oh, my God, yeah, in college I didn't even have a beard. Neither did I. Neither yeah, did I. that was crazy. Me either. Well. <laughs> <laughs> when you first grew that beard, Noel, it was, I think it was, like, right after you moved to Salem. Yeah, it was a disaster. Because, like, I went up and visited you, and you just had a beard. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you could grow a beard. And you went, like, oh. yeah, it turns out just if you don't shave, yeah. it happens. I remember, <laughs> yeah, it was a real rocky, like, three weeks. But after that, it managed to look something like like a carpet that's been torn up by a cat. And then after that, it, it got yeah. it got more balanced out. The first time Trevor grew a mustache that I'm aware of was when we were living in Chicago. Um, he was pretty proud of it. And Still am. He, uh, <laughs> his mom and dad came to visit while he had the beard. <laughs> and between his dad making fun of him and me making fun of him, the, the mustache lasted four hours. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He got up to go to the bathroom at one point and came, out with, came back without a mustache. Can, can, can I tell you that every single time I shave my face, I always shave the mustache last. And there's oh, always there's a solid there's a solid like two to three minute period where I'm just staring at the mirror like, do I Doesn't keep stay? it this time? Doesn't do everyone do I do that? it? I think that's just how you shave. I'm pretty sure that's just the rules. My dad had oh, a mustache maybe. for most of my childhood, and one time he also got up to go to the bathroom and came back without a mustache, <laughs> and it scared the crap out of me. His mustache yeah. just went to the store to like buy a pack of smokes and never came back. Yeah. <laughs> I, was a, I was really, I was working on something. Yeah. <laughs> I was working on some, some abandoning dad joke, but couldn't yeah. quite get there in time. Well, this is the never games though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. This, this is the never games. Somehow we managed to have one mustache per episode. Yeah. Usually it's me, but. We get Connor rocking the rocking the stash today, yep. and I gotta say I've been outclassed. 
doing uh, doing some seventies porn stars some justice. Yeah. Uh, my, my roommate said I look like because I'm wearing all black right now. My roommate said that I look like I just stepped off of a uh, an off Broadway production in the nineteen seventies, which I feel is fitting. Off, um, off, off Broadway. You know, you didn't have to go there. Rude. <laughs> didn't have to, but that's what our fans are looking for. <laughs> didn't want to go there, but uh, had to. Y'all introduce yourselves. Oh no. Oh. Oh, hi. Uh, this is the Never Games. My name is Trevor. I am currently not rocking a mustache, but give me about a month and a half. It'll be back. Uh, my name is Tom O'Brien. I'm rocking as much of a mustache as I ever had, and that's four hairs. <laughs> I am Connor Provost. I currently have a mustache in honor of my dad, who is also a firefighter who has a mustache. Believe it. And my name is Will nice. McGinnis. I am captain of the beard but meh mustache um i am also your party captain tonight we are recording on a friday night and so we're gonna get wild yeah. i'm already kind of wild i uh, i just made some uh, fresh bruchette and put in my copy of heat into the vhs and i'm ready to rock no, don't watch <laughs> movies while you record podcasts it's We've too been distracting. Over yeah. set phasers to kill i'm ready to party <laughs> I can't believe you didn't say set phasers to fun. Oh, fuck. Ah. Well, whatever. <laughs> the moment's gone. We can put a fix that in post. <laughs> pause, pause for edit. Without you saying it, even. But... Okay, fine. Fun. There you go. Set phasers to fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. In addition to being a comedy podcast, which I'm sure you can tell by now, <laughs> uh, we also play games because we we're do games play games. Podcast. We do and do if that. you have your own idea for a game, you can email it to us at hello at the nevergames.com. Uh, who's got games? I, oh, I jumping I, in. All right. Are we jumping in? Are we jumping in? We can jump in. Jump, I mean, we did in. a lot of stash talk already. We yeah, did we, do quite a bit of stash we talk. We did. Stash talk at nine. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think I have first game. And uh, I wish I sounded more excited about that. <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> uh, but this game is called What's That in American? Oh, God. oh boy. I know oh I'm going to love this game already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're dealing with foreign currency, boys, uh, and how, oh, they, how they relate to less than foreign currencies. Oh, my God. Is this, <laughs> are you quizzing us on like, Exchange, exchange rates. rates. Yeah. Oh god. Kind of. <laughs> That's a yes. Sort of. I predict a tie game of zero points to everyone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I have a couple different options. Uh, well, not options, but different types of questions. So easy. Can you do okay. easy? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I got five. Uh, five questions here. We'll just jump. Jump right on in there. So this first one, I need you guys to tell me which of these options is closest to $10 American. Okay? So you've got 13 Australian dollars, 750 in British pounds, and 850 in euros. Yikes. Closest to $10 American, $13 Australian, uh, 750 in British pounds or 850 in euros. I'm going to go euros. I think, and I have reasons for this, but I don't want to give them until after everyone else has guessed because I don't want people to benefit from my knowledge. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's Tom's slogan. 
don't want anyone to benefit from my knowledge. Uh, the selfish scholar. <laughs> I must know everything, so no one else can. <laughs> I'm going to go Australian. Okay. I'm going to go Euros, too. I know Pounds is, seems off. But I've yeah, never I feel heard like pounds of, would... I've any I've never heard of any sort of exchange rate for Australians, so I just don't even wanna I don't wanna touch that right now. Okay. Okay. Um so we got two of you for Euros and we got one for Australian. Um Tom, I'm curious as to what your reasons were. Uh so yeah. I had a couple of friends in grad school who were from Australia and they used to talk about how incredibly expensive everything was. Hmm. They were like, Yeah, you want a Bud Light? Twenty three dollars. Because <laughs> Yeah, but minimum wage is seventeen dollars an hour. So, oh, okay. So uh, like, yeah, so fuck that. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I just um, I I kind of figure that an Australian dollar is worth like. But wait, you're saying these are people you knew in college, grad school, grad school. Oh, okay. Because I mean that's still like nine years ago, right? But I don't know how much of, God, how yeah. much has happened to <laughs> Australia. I can't think of anything like. Yeah. That would really have devastated the Australian dollar. Well, and, and <laughs> like the basis of it is that, well, part of it is that everything has to be imported. Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, pretty much. But that their minimum wage is so high that because like, everyone everything dies. costs everything. Everyone dies of some sort of natural phenomenon or another. It's just, it's hazard pay. Isn't that true everywhere <laughs> in the world? Except for Australia, <laughs> where it's more. Get, <laughs> Most of the creatures that live in Australia can kill you, and that's, will kill you at some that's point. That's the country's catchphrase. It's Australia. You die more here. <laughs> All right. Well, nevertheless, um, points go to uh, Tom and to Noel. Ah, yeah, it. it's so 13 Australian dollars equals 930. 750 British pounds is 971. And eight fifty in euros is ten dollars and one cent. So yeah, uh, you made those way too close. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the, the point. That's the point. <laughs> to confuse you. But like, I feel like you know, if the market sways tomorrow, maybe I'm right and they're wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm no. No. <laughs> All currencies valid as of the 9th of October, twenty twenty. Yeah. Also, I wanna I wanna stop us for a second here. This has nothing to do with currency. Trevor, is this a second shirt that you've cut the sleeves off of? Uh yes, this is my poop t shirt. Yeah, I was gonna say something about that earlier when you said uh Connor outclassed you. It looks like he didn't really have to try that hard. <laughs> Here's the thing about this this particular shirt, Trevor though, is that it looks like you went just a little bit too far in. You went so far in, but you went so <laughs> you went far so in. So far it, in. <laughs> It's Did like, you cut it down low enough that it could be a guy going to the gym who goes to the gym too much shirt? Or is it just a crappy sleeveless no. shirt? See, my other shirt was a medium that I cut the sleeves off of. This okay. one is a large. And, oh, you got uh, your poop shirt in a large. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. <laughs> he hasn't stood up yet, but it's actually a nightgown. <laughs> goes down to his knees. Uh, yeah. Ooh, a heaven forbid that Fiona see his knees in bed. <laughs> Scandal. Honestly, I th I'm I'm secretly wondering if this is something that she's into. Like she's really digging them tank top moo-moos <laughs> Tank top moo-moos I don't know. She never told me to shave the mustache, so I can only assume that she'll never say anything about 
my god awful sleeveless shirts. <laughs> She's thinking it. <laughs> it's true. I, I will say I went to work today and had the mustache, and not a single person said a goddamn thing when they saw it, except for one person who was like, "You shaved." And that was it. <laughs> they were intimidated. Clearly, I, I thought they're going to go like the opposite way. It's like looking good, Freddie Mercury. Ooh. No, no, just one person commented on it, but it was like, huh? And everybody else just like <laughs> they noticed it, but they didn't say anything. Yeah, I, I don't want to be mean, but Noel brings up a good point. You do look like if Freddie Mercury was born in Ireland. Yo, I'm 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 okay with that. I am very okay. Sexy with that. as hell, that's right. I will take yeah. that. So thank you. I am never shaving this mustache. All right. I don't I didn't Do say it. that. I okay, hold on. Before we get back to the game, I just I want mean, to say one more thing about mustaches. We've done one question so far. <laughs> is this is this your way of telling me that you don't like my game? <laughs> no, I love it. No, your I game. just really like your mustache. Trevor's filibustering your game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Australian dollar to drop yeah. so that I can win last round. <laughs> <laughs> So the other mustache thing. I don't understand why not everybody is growing a mustache right now. Like, we're supposed to be covering our faces when we're in public, so nobody's even going to see it. Yeah, that's why I'm still doing um, No Shave March. (laughs) (laughs) It's October for the listeners. I I haven't shaved since the core happened. Now would be the time to, like, see what you can grow, because it's almost always covered, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think that Trevor and I together make a full beard. Well, full five o'clock clock shadow. Yeah, full shadow. Full shadow. He's he's patchy in the places that I grow it in, and I'm patchy in the places where he has it. So, <laughs> match made in heaven. It's almost like I saw this thing. I saw this thing online that was like, if Guy Fieri and the dude from Smash Mouth were to make out, they'd create a full beard. <laughs> one of them's got like almost everything except for like the soul patch and then the dude from smash mouth has like just a soul patch or something it's some weird backwards thing like that where it's like a beard voltron it's like perfect it would just like it'd be a full full beard but let's talk about some more foreign currency yeah yeah. we can we can interrupt this game again after another question yeah let's this is how we're gonna do it everybody think of your best mustache banter okay God, this um, recording is going to go into Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Question number two for those keeping track. Uh, which, which one of these options is worth more? Which one is worth more? We've got 100 Cambodian Riel, 100 <laughs> Afghanistan Afghani, and 100 Kenyan shillings. I appreciate that Kenya is still using the shilling. Yeah, and by I guess I by appreciate I suppose I mean that depresses me. <laughs> they haven't gotten away from British currency yet, despite the fact that for a long time Britain had gotten away from British currency. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait, sorry, um, uh, Connor. Can you repeat that entire thing again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noel was thinking about beards. Which yeah. <laughs> he, he was instructed to think about mustache. Um, but anyway, so which one is worth more? They're all 100 of each one, but it's 100 Cambodian Riel, 100 Afghanistan Afghani, or 100 Kenyan Shilling. I'm going to go with the Afghanistan Afghani. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I don't know why, but that one feels right. Yeah, I'm going to go Kenyan. Cambodia just strikes me as like one of those countries that like everything costs like $7. I feel like their, their economy has to be boosted to a degree in that they have like oil 
enough that the U.S. Yeah. government decided to attack them. Right. Yeah. Whereas, Are you still talking like, about Cambodia? No, Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was thinking that, like, even after, I don't even know what process of post-war rebuilding they're in, but that's got to improve the value somewhat, right? Right. Yeah. Maybe. Cambodia does have quite a bit of tourism, though, uh, yeah. and Kenya benefits a lot from fucking, what's it called? Peace Corps. Peace Corps. So Peace Corps, and also they have a lot of, there's a lot of conservation and naturalists that go there because there's a whole bunch of, like, wild animal refugees. Stuff they like do that. some oh, really yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. cool stuff with their wild animal refugees. They refuges. really do. Yeah. Everyone's uh, fucking growing beards out there. Most of most of <laughs> the world's elephants live in Kenya. And honestly, I, I read a thing one time that suggested that um, Kenya gets a lot of flack because they sell the rights to hunters to uh, like hunt yeah. lions, which is garbage. Well, it, it's problematic, but one of the, the things that the Kenyan government's their response to it is that like they only give out warrants for overly aggressive, late-in-life yeah. male lions, mm. and that like 100% of those proceeds go towards preserving natural like lands and wildlife. Yeah. Oh. And that by taking out something that is aggressive towards the rest of the population, they're able to suddenly fund incredibly well the rest of the populations that are not problematic. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I can see that. I still think that the people who buy those tickets are dicks. Right. The, well, the, problem, yeah. is, the problem is a lot of people that buy those tickets are also going into different countries and fucking shooting white rhinos and like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. going out of their way to bag like endangered animals. Yeah, I'm not in favor of any of the people who are doing that hunting, but I have conf- I have conflicted feelings about Kenya selling those rights. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. realize that. Um, uh, speaking of Kenya, um, Connor, what's the answer? Yes. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, games. We do games. Yeah. We do games. <laughs> uh, so the the answer was Afghanistan. Oh. Hey. So that hold on. I didn't I I realized in my high brain that I forgot who won the first one, which was Tom and Noel. Yep. In, yes. In my high brain. And this time it was whoa, Tom whoa, and Trevor. Whoa. Yep. Living in my high brain where I don't cool. keep Cool. Uh, so that's two points for <laughs> two two <laughs> points for Tom and one point for Noel, one point for Trevor. Cool. All right. Number 3. Which one is worth less? 5000 Thai bot. Uh, 15,000 Albanian Lek or 1,000 Guatemalan Quetzal. That's 5,000 Thai Bot, 15,000 Albanian Lek or 1,000 Guatemalan Quetzal. I'm going to go with the Albanian Lek. I'm going to go with the Thai Bot. I'll just take the third one. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going Guatemalan Quetzal? No, I think I'm going to go Thai. So Nolan, Trevor for Thai, and Tom yeah. for Albanian. Yeah. Um, well, you're all wrong. Damn it. <laughs> ah, I should have taken the third one. It, you should have taken the third one. Uh, <laughs> so 5,000 Thai bot uh, is worth $160 American. 15,000 Albanian lek is worth $143 American. And 1,000 Guatemalan quetzal is worth $131 American. So what you're saying, of the guesses that people gave, I was the rightest. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you already have two points, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, and fun story about that, I went to Thailand a couple of years ago, and my first day there, I lost 400 bot, 
and I was freaking out, and I was like, God damn it. No, I lost $4,000. I, I lost $400. What's wrong with me? I, like, wh I, That's so much money. And then I stopped for a second. And I was like, oh, wait, that was bot. That's like $12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just didn't even care anymore. And it was like the coolest thing. And I was like, I don't have to worry about money. And then I got back, and I was like, I still spent the equivalent of $1,000. <laughs> How long were you gone for? A couple weeks. Six hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a layover. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went to like a an alien, uh, alien, an elephant uh, conservation preserve thing, and I, yeah. I did a lot of stuff. So yeah. I don't regret it. But yeah, it's crazy because you. It's crazy to think that I spent that much, considering you can literally feed yourself three meals a day, like three full meals a day, for the equivalent yeah. of five dollars American. That's insane. It's awesome. Yeah. It, I'm like not going to ask you what you were doing with your money because I don't want to implicate you in future uh, court cases. <laughs> but just drinking, just drinking and hanging out with elephants. It's really. <laughs> I feel like you I just can't... implicated yourself somehow. <laughs> so I can just imagine people coming over and be like, "Please stop giving beer to the elephants." <laughs> yeah, you... did you get arrested for an EUI? I'm just like, just like holding, like pouring a beer down the trunk of an elephant. Just take yeah. elephants on parade. <laughs> elephant under the influence. All right. Yeah. All righty. Um, so question number four. This one features a familiar number. 1066, 1066 Bangladeshi taka equals how much American? 1066 oh, Bangladeshi taka equals how much American. Now, is this going to be like direct sales disaster style where we're... Yeah, this closest? is going to be okay. closest, closest gets the point. I'm going to say $512. Okay. Okay. What, what was the number again? One. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 1,066. 1,066. Oh, God, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this I, is from... I was amused <laughs> by Trevor's joke. Of not remembering the number, and I'm more amused by the fact that Trevor didn't get the original joke. Genuinely forgot. Yeah. But yeah, so it's 1,066, but it's from Bangladesh. So 1,066 Bangladesh Taka. Uh, you said how much, Tom? Five. Five hundred and twelve dollars. Five hundred. Based on nothing whatsoever. Yeah. I'm gonna go with 169. 169 for trips. Oh, what you think, buddy? Uh, $200. It's going to be like $750. Like, yeah, I wanted to go with that. Yeah, so it actually goes to Trevor kind of by default. Yeah, it's $12.82. Jeez. All right, yeah. Yep, Bangladesh, not doing too great in terms of economically. That was really hard for me to say. I don't know why. Um, all right. And the fifth and final question. Oh, boy. Which one of these is exactly $1,000.66? <laughs> You've got your options are $6,843.70 in Croatian Kuna, 4076583 Colombian pesos, or 123,683 and uh, 0.9 Nepalese rupees. <laughs> rupees. I'm going can you, with rupees. Uh, can you read that list one more time? Yes, Those I can. Those numbers were long enough that I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So 6,843.7 Croatian kuna, 4,076,583 Colombian pesos, 
for 123,683.9 Nepalese rupees. I'm going to go with the Croatian Koopa? Kuna. No, Kuna. Koopa is a thing from Mario. That is correct. <laughs> I'll go That's a point for Tom. Oh, God. Not a point for Tom. It's not. Yeah, I'm going to go Peso. You're going to go Peso. And, uh, Noel, were you sticking with the... Uh... Ne- Nepalese rupees. Sticking with the rupee. Sticking with the rupee. Well, you shouldn't have, because it's a point for <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 6,843.7 Croatian kuna is exactly $1,066. The Colombian pesos, which again were above almost 4, 4,100,000, uh, is worth 1066.1. So $1,066 and 10 cents. And the Nepalese rupees were 123,683.9. That is worth 1,068.89. Again, I think we run into a problem here where... I don't think any of these economies are going to change that drastically in the next couple of days. Tom, you still won. You also, yeah, you won. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I'm in favor of fairness. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Anyway, that has been my game. What's that in American? (laughs) Oh, God, that title sounds so offensive. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. That's why I grew the mustache. Yep, just just riding that train all the way till the train station. <laughs> Riding the train and, until it stops. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. 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 Hey, no, I hear you've been uh, you've been checking some things out this past week. It's yeah. it's been a tough time. Um. Yeah, this this has been sort of the lull, I think, uh, before the storm as far as as far as video games go. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you got the new systems coming out uh, next month. What's the deal? I keep on seeing stuff like like Xbox is releasing like two different versions, and one is just like a significantly shittier version so, or something. So they both Xbox and PlayStation are releasing two different versions, and the, at, and the at, well for now. Yeah, and and the main difference is that uh, for each system. One of them is a digital only, so it doesn't have like a, a CD slot, so you can't buy physical copies of games. So everyone's kind of waiting uh, to release new games, uh, pretty much, you know, at the re- at the launch of the new systems. Right. Um, well, and the new systems are going to launch around Black Friday, so yeah, like the as, best time yeah. for video game sales is that time too. As far okay. as I'm, like the last time I checked, one of them, I'm pretty sure it's uh, PlayStation's coming out November twenty second. Yes. And then Nintendo is also getting some good stuff actually in the next couple of weeks with the new uh, Sword and Shield Crown Tundra DLC. So you'll definitely be hearing loads of that from me next month. But now uh, I went over to the watching side of things and I watched a couple couple pretty damn good shows. Um, one of them has yeah. been out for a little bit uh, on Netflix. It's the hit documentary Wild Wild Country. It's so good. It might be my favorite documentary. This kind of encapsulates a bunch of people who like, you know, uh, true crime or like that that Waco series that was on or even yeah. like um, Urban Legends. I feel like all of those people that could be interested in all those things would automatically love this. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, a, it's long. It's so. a six part series. And each each episode is like two and a half hours long. Oh, jeez. Oh, really? 
Wait, it's, really? It's a no, I, don't, I thought it was like an hour and is 20. It hour and 20? Yeah. Even um, still, yeah. that's like a, those are long episodes. It is a lot. It but is yeah, a lot. Just to, and it's absolutely worth it. Just to fill everyone in real quick, um, it starts off as this um, Indian, uh, I don't know, guru. Um, he's has kind of like this following of like living and free love and extreme yeah. sort of meditation cycles. Mm-hmm. And so my girlfriend's dad is actually involved in the, the group that it's about. It's called Osho and the leader is uh, Maharashi. And the belief system is totally separate from the documentary. They don't really even talk about it all that much in the documentary. Right, yeah. Just want to get that out there. Okay. As crazy as all this shit is, it is completely separate from the actual, like... Yeah, the I did not people. do any research on that. I'm just doing <laughs> what I saw in the, in the series. So as this particular sect of the religion uh, gains more and more followers over in India, mm-hmm. the guru sort of oh. orders... I, they do call her a secretary. She's like the number two, um, eventually, to go over to America, try and find a plot of land where they can all live. And it's just, yeah. it does seem pretty cool to start with. They're sort of, they're reinvigorating, you know, the area that they live in. They bought like a, an abandoned ranch, so it's not really doing so great. No crops will grow there until they start yeah. it. And they're, they're sort of... It's like just outside of this, like, little, little town. Like a town of like... Oh, yeah, uh, in Oregon. 100, 200 people, yeah, something like that. in Oregon. Oh, actually, no, there was only like 40 people living there, which is crazy. Was it 40? Yeah. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> And eventually, you know, the sect grows exponentially, and they control an insane amount of power in the state of Oregon at the time, which was, I think, the late 80s, mid to late 80s. And so, yeah, the, the series is just based on the, the rapid expanse of this weird sort of sect where all the people high up in the sect thought it was, like, all really good, and then the mm-hmm. people outside thought it was all, all shitty, and... Yeah. It's, it's it was like crazy. The, it's like this super free love mindset group moving in to like a super conservative little right. like blue collar town, and it's everybody immediately hates each other, and nobody's willing to talk anything out. Oh, and not to mention, yeah, um, the majority of the things they do for about three quarters, maybe even eighty five percent of the series, they do it completely legally. So that just adds yeah. in a whole other can of worms to it. Yeah, that was going to be my main my main question about it because I have not yet watched this show, although I've seen trailers for it and things like that. Yeah, is asking you guys who have seen it. It seems to me like from the trailers that they're you know this this religious group sets up shop and are doing some interesting stuff, but from the town itself there is a lot of religious persecution. That they're just like, yeah, you're not Christian. Clearly, you're evil. Like, what you're doing is wrong. It's not even and religious it's... persecution. It's just more lifestyle persecution. There are a lot of really yeah. tight-knit people that... I remember this this one person they interviewed. They they just weren't down with free love. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, well, it's, so... it's, it's pretty much... yeah. They're but just, it seems yeah. like that's the, the part of the story is the escalation. Right. That, like, oh yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. the entire thing. That's the that's that's what it's and, about. Is the escalation but that like I'm I'm like... I'm wondering whether you think that like if this was to set up in a farm in like lower upstate New York, where like the nearest thing was a city, like it was like New York City, would they have had the same problems? 
Would there have been still people that were like, no. I hate so, this so much that I'm going to well, like? There, there a were... big part of it is that since it was such a small town, as this uh, group like moved in and started getting more and more people in, all of a sudden they were the controlling party in the town. And they were like, down the line, they started like getting their own uh, officials elected. And mm-hmm. like, it, it was... It was kind of weird where there was a point, God, right when they sort of founded the, the settlement where... It seemed actually like kind of really cool, and at face value, it seemed pretty dope. Like they got rid of you know money. Everyone like had like a structured job for like five or six hours a day. Right. Um. One, yeah. Once it all got got going, and everyone was in a good mood, and I was like, all right, this sounds pretty dope. But then, uh, uh I'm not really going to say what it is for risk of spoiling it for anyone. But there's a part where I think for about half an episode, there's like this one event that sort of causes things to. S- to start spiraling out of control and that was kind of the catalyst of basically the second two-thirds of the entire series. Oh, Um, yeah. Which, you know, there are some things that that the uh, sect did for what they called the sake of protection, but then all the other, you know, Oregon locals were like, no, that's just purely aggressive. And even though it kind of started out relatively tame, it got super extreme super quick. Yeah, I I do know that there is a lot of footage in the trailers, like all of a sudden of people carrying around tons of guns, and I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, what's yeah. going it's... on? That like, like yeah. that is a turn all of a sudden that I was not expecting. Hmm. Um, See, the thing is, when you're the documentary is so long and there's so much crazy shit that happened that when that comes up, you're just like. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, in my yeah, it's kind of really cool. Um, the the number two, the secretary of the Bagram, who who was like the leader of it, um, is one of the main sort of interviewees of the entire um, series. So it's kind of cool to see it from her eyes as she's ordering people like to do all these things. Um, now, does it uh, specify is she still part of this group? Today? No, no. So it it got. Well, that specific sort of the Oregon settlement is is now mm-hmm. defunct. Yeah, sure. Um, right. But I don't know because I feel like a lot of times when they interview in these types of shows, when they interview like, someone who is like in part of it, like quote, that unquote, was that deep in, yeah, kind of thing that they're like, yeah. And since then, I've like moved on, and I don't believe in this anymore. I'm no longer a part of this organization. There like were, if it still exists. There, there were some people that were kind of like it, but a lot of them. Um, there, there are multiple interviewees, but a lot of them. Were were sort of reliving like a fond memory. People were like kind of yeah. genuine, genuinely sort of had longing and like were missing yeah. the 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 experience. Interesting. Something fun that I just learned about uh, Wild Wild Country is that it was produced by the Duplass brothers. Yes, Mark and Jay. Oh, Mark and Jay I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's it's weird. So I think I don't know if they did it throughout the entire series, um, but they definitely did a couple, at least a couple episodes. Uh, have you ever looked at like i'm i'm now on their page like because i didn't realize that it was produced by them and i was like oh shit that's crazy mm. have you ever like paid attention to the duplass brothers like filmography oh, yeah. they they do like everything everything everything, everything dude. for those for, for those, those of us great. who don't know who are the duplass brothers they're two brothers that yeah produce direct and act in a bunch of movies yeah but they one of them was in the league but they do um, like literally everything like one of their, yeah. their two of their big ones initially were Jeff, who lives at home, and Safety Not Guaranteed. 
Jeff Who Lives at Home is a ridiculous comedy with like Jason Segel yeah. and Ed Helms. Safety Not Guaranteed is a rom-com with Aubrey Plaza. They also did like this indie darling dramedy called The Skeleton Twins, which is amazing that you guys I remember, see. Oh. I remember Mark Duplass was in a weird horror thriller. Creep. Creep, yeah. that's what it was. Yes. They did they did Creep, oh, so this man. like weird found footage psychological cre- uh, horror thriller thing. But then they go to HBO and they do Animals, which is that was them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love these two. Yeah, they have done They're, like I've everything. loved them, and everything you're saying is making me. I I actually just watched um, Safety Not Guaranteed like two weeks ago. Nice. And really enjoyed it's a great it. Movie. Watching the league was like such a weird part of my high school sort of <laughs> yeah. in early college life. I gotta say that might be his worst role out of all these awesome things that he's done. Yeah, Probably. I definitely yeah. think so. Um, they've also, the other documentary, they've done a bunch of documentaries, but one of the other big ones that they did was Evil Genius. I don't know if you guys remember that one. It was about the pizza oh. bomber. Oh. Huh. You guys should check that one out. <laughs> it's really good. And it's really fucking That's twisted. It. You have nice. no idea what's happening the entire time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Wild Wild Country. Oh, it's so Find great. it over on Netflix. Six parts. Yeah. Um, binge it in a weekend. It yeah. also has a killer soundtrack. With people like yeah. Bill Callahan, Kevin Morby, uh, Timber Tamber. Uh, it's a great sort of Western folk style style of music, and it's, it's phenomenal. Check it out. I'm stoked. Um, yeah, so, oh, and I also just watched um, uh, South Park. That's still around. South Park. It South is Park still is around. still yeah. around. Um, oh, they, my God. <laughs> South Park is the best thing on television. Are you not, like, no. up to date on all of their episodes? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I haven't watched Watch them, like, all of it. So they, they just released their pandemic special, uh, which was, uh, I don't know if it aired on TV, but it would be about the length of two yeah. standard episodes. And it's just the story of how they go through the whole pandemic scene. And there's a lot of funny notes. Oh, it's in a very Randy-based episode, which is always yeah. like, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's always good. Uh, and not, not really much to say without spoiling it. It's just a yeah. classic really fucking good double episode of South Park. Cool. And you can find that uh, anywhere as long as it is uh, HBO Max. I, I, was, I thought you were going to say you can find that anywhere as long as you're okay with watching it illegally. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. yeah. The last thing, this was the, um, the one that I was really trying to trying to find like a good headliner for this because I was not finding any, you know, quality video games. Um, I went back to the old the old game game box and I booted up one of my favorites. It's called Enter the Gungeon. Now uh, this came out in 2016, um, so it's a little little old, but it's a um, top down roguelike dungeon crawler where you basically sort of shoot your way through a room of bullets that are shooting guns that shoot bullets back at you, and you <laughs> shoot everyone in the room and the doors open and you move on to whatever, wherever it is. But the floors on each level are always randomized, and if you die, you have to start all the way back at the beginning. Oh! So it's oh. super punishing, but the <laughs> way they make this very enticing for the the player to keep going, because I die in like the first two, at least the first two levels, almost every time. But it, I love going back to it because there are weapons chests ranging from common to super rare, but those are all random. So you can even get like a, a super rare and a super like, you know, spammy gun in the first level and just blow your way through. So it's all random. It's very cool. The enemies are very funny, very pun related. It's a very fun game. 
hundreds. What's it called again? Uh, Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. Is this one of those old, like, addicted games, like, Flash game styles? It looks like it could be. Um, yeah, it's done by Dodge Roll developers. And basically, yeah, you just collect all the guns and try and go through it as as far as possible. There's so many uh, shortcuts and cookies and Easter eggs. and It definitely the... came out at the height of the, like, 8-bit resurgence. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, even like with the eight bit stuff, I feel like this is a lot more detailed than than what it could be. Sure, um, but I think that one of the things about that that period of time was like, okay, let's make a game that feels like it could have been on the Super Nintendo, but with all of the like advancements in gaming that we've had in the past twenty years. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, shortcuts, throw them in. Like tricky bosses, yeah. Things that people really like, you know, Dark Souls style, like, want to struggle with, go for it. But it's all cutesy 8 bit, like, guns. Yeah, it's very fun. Like, even, like, I love the weapons. Um, there's one that's a t shirt cannon and it just shoots t shirts at people. <laughs> there's one that's the gun is a bullet and it's um, a, sh a shotgun style. So it shoots out four shotguns that shoots out bullets. <laughs> Yeah, if if you really need something, uh, it's on mostly everything. It's on. Yep, it's on everything. Um, but if you can get it, I do suggest you get it for the Switch. It's a good sort of pick it up for fifteen minutes and then drop drop it, and you're done with it for the day. If you just want to fill in some time. Yeah. Does Does Enter the Gungeon have an end? Uh, or does it just go forever? There is. You can't. Well, there are five different types of uh, characters that you can start off with. And each of them has their own sort of storyline. I'm pretty sure there's a story. I just haven't gotten that far. Um, I don't know how anyone <laughs> fucking can. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really cool. I just looked it up. It's $15. It's definitely worth the money. And they actually just released a sequel called Exit the Gungeon, which is a Metroidvania sort of always go up sort of style of um, sort of jumping platformer. So up yeah, and to the left. Check it up out. Up to the right, rather. It's very fun. Do we uh, want to jump into a break? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's let's do take it. a break. Don't you touch that dial. Don't Ow. do it. Don't. episode of The Never Games is brought to you by State Bags. State Bags makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, State Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need, but their commitment goes way beyond simply a material donation. State Bags has your back, and part of that commitment is making a difference in your local kids' lives. To get you ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling next, State is offering our listeners 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com. Use the code POD or POD for 15% off your next purchase at statebags.com. State Bags, they have your back. <laughs> that sounds like a no. That was a secret. Who? Yeah. Who told what? 
Uh, no, Brian was just asking me if he was going to do a uh, like a friendsgiving thing. Yeah. If you were going to come up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He. <laughs> he wants to do that, but I don't know that I'm gonna be traveling anytime I mean, it, soon. It's a lot of commitment yeah. just for like a friendsgiving. Well, I mean, I did it last year, and I'd love to do it again. Uh, right, it's... but it's like half the world's not dying last year. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And I'm. I'm all. I was also planning on like not going to to my family for Thanksgiving this year. So like. <laughs> yeah. I can't really pop up, do a friendsgiving, and then like not go see my family. Yeah, my birthday's coming up, and my mom is like, hey, what do you want to do? It's like, yo, dog. Hey, (laughs) sit alone. (laughs) I might take a little longer nap than usual. (laughs) Birthday nap. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to the Never Games. Welcome back. (laughs) Second half of the show is sponsored by Extra Long Naps. Get them. They're good. Uh, We're a games show. Yes. That's right. That's that's for true. Do you want to play... that classic of games, little DSD direct sales. Let's do it. Some direct sales disasters. It's the classicest of games. Get it? Yeah, the that one game we play every week for some reason. Because <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. It's All right, guys. Good. So I don't know about you. Well, I'm I know about some of you. So nervous. <laughs> but I'm a nerd. I'm a huge no. nerd, and nerd has become oh, mainstream God. recently. And there's few things that nerds love more than them clickety-clack math rocks. So the theme what? of this week's DSD is going to be dice sets. Oh, <laughs> God. So you said, you said math rocks, and I thought you were talking about, like... Like abacus. Like bands. Oh! No, I thought you were talking about, like, like a, a genre of music, and I was like, I'm ready, let's yes. go. <laughs> math rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought you were talking about fucking floral or <laughs> any other J- Japanese band that has one guitar does I'm sorry, I'm high. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I'm gonna start you guys off with with a freebie here. This is gonna be a uh most people who play D D or any other RPG start usually with a set of there's a, a brand Chessex. They make a million and twelve different colors and variations of uh, dice sets. That's a standard set of dice that contains one 20-sided die, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, and uh, one that's called a percentile die, which is a 10-sided die, but instead of 1 through 10, it's 10 through 100. This is a Chessex basic dice set I'm sending you an image of. This one happens to be in Scarab Jade. Holy shit, those are beautiful. Aren't they gorgeous? See, that's the thing. I I don't understand. Those are so pretty. Dice. <laughs> well, you're not going to understand this game. Then. No, but like yeah. to be They're very f- simple, Noel. They're there's just numbers on different sides. No, I I fucking know dice like I know what dice <laughs> are, but like <laughs> like it is plastic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this and, is a regular the, set of plastic dice. The scarab jade is just the the color and finish. Yeah, it's just, the, just the, yeah. the name of the color. I'm giving you this one for free. This set of dice is nine dollars and ninety eight. Nine ninety nine. Oh. Just just as a baseline, Trevor, this is not wrong. one to guess at yet. But what you may know is now that nerds are allowed to be in public, they're willing to spend a <laughs> lot of money on dice. Right. Yeah. Uh, most commonly, dice sets made from different materials. 
So today's episode of DSD is going to be... Oh, thank God. I was going to go bullshit if it was just plastic. No, these are all <laughs> going to be weird or unique uh, materials for dice to be made out of. Okay. I just... just question for the game going forward is sure does your first give me count towards the usual dsd rules where that's the baseline and everything is going to be more expensive than that yes okay so this first one that we're going to take a look at and these are all on etsy by the way is called chaotic neutral a beautiful metal dice set for DD. great gift for dungeons and dragons critical role or any d20 rpg it is a copper colored uh, steel dice set with an inlay that is uh, a vibrant blue send you all a picture of it the numbers on it have a digital uh, text like you would see on like a microwave it is considered it marked as handmade it's made from metal uh, nickel oxide and enamel they are a standard uh, 16 millimeter set which is pretty basic it is a zinc alloy cast weighing 125 grams per set a teal blue enamel encases background with a copper borders it is a digital font these are very pretty aren't they yeah aren't they gorgeous yeah i really like these these are um, these are also think. loud as fuck though <laughs> yeah i have a set of uh, steel dice and they like if you roll them on a bare table they can make some noise yeah you usually have to roll them <laughs> on like a folded over towel or something like that but this is a pretty common thing like if people play a lot of D&D and they're looking for an upgraded dice set, metal is usually like the first tier that they'll go to. I'm going to go 37, 37 even. I'm going to go 22. Wow. Both of those seem so cheap. I, like, I have no basis just besides of yeah. Tom's, Tom's gimme for, I would have said like 80 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> also, Tom, I'm so glad you didn't start off with dice made out of teeth or air or bees <laughs> bee dice bee dice living bees carved to yeah. be the shape of they roll themselves um they don't stop either yeah you know what i i'll do 40 40 oh god damn it no. i don't know man <laughs> this is gonna go to trevor Hey. At thirty three ninety nine, the only full set of metal dice that I own. There was a company that used to be have a brick and mortar store in my town that was doing a special that was like for the weekend. If you donated to a Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. uh, and sent them the receipt, they would send you a set of metal dice. Oh, that's dope. and I oh, love cool. them. That's They're kick great. Ass. And that's uh, that's Foam Brain Games. Give you a plug right there, Foam Brain. <laughs> This next set, it's the exact same concept. They're dice. It's a full set of dice. <laughs> Except this is made. Of, these are made of purple heartwood. So the title of this one is Full Set Purple Heart Polyhedral Dice Set Wood D&D Dice Set Dungeons & Dragons RPG Game D&D MTG Game Moon Style. Man, those bases wow. are covered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the reason they call, say moon style is because they've replaced the 20 with a crescent moon. So these are purple heartwood with a gold Ooh. inlay text. They are handmade. They do say, recommend that you roll them on a soft surface, like a soft wool dice tray. And they say that because certain types of materials, as pretty as they look, 
break. Yeah. <laughs> Metal and plastic don't do it so much, but I honestly thought these would have been cheaper than the other ones. I'm no, because they're like so... hand carved. Yeah, My the other ones you can like you can have totally a cast. We fucking crossed. I don't think I've ever been more out of my element on this game than I am right now. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I have no idea. I mean, these are the, these are the prettiest so far. Yeah, these are really nice. Uh, I do. I also appreciate that the the dice that I've picked so far as our examples, every single one, Connor's been like, "It's beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there. I, just, really I really like dice, and I'm no, I'm not complaining. I agree with you. I'm I'm glad that you like my uh, my aesthetics enough to like comment <laughs> on because I went through and picked pretty ones. As, I just oh, don't yeah. know how you managed to find so many like really gorgeous ones in so many different price points. He just, oh my he just god! Looked back at the pages of his calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got a, I've got a 365 sided calendar that I rotate. <laughs> oh no! I was going to say you got the the bikini shots of all the all them dice. My first assessment was that these were really pretty, but I take that back. I don't like them anymore. Really? <laughs> I don't... All right, so these All right, ones... so I, I, I guess we won't give a plug to these guys. They, they look, uh, they, the more that I look at it, the, the font that's used for the numbers, and the fact that they use a crescent moon makes me think that you would get it out of like one of those side shops on Essex Street in Salem around Halloween for like five bucks. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it's definitely into your uh, welcome to Gryffindor sort of yeah. thing. Well, give... Yeah, the yeah. font I would describe as Harry Potter font. Yeah. Like the yeah. way that the numbers are styled feels like the the font that they use on like Harry Potter title text. The more I look <laughs> yeah. at it, yeah. Oh, for initiative, Harry. The colors are great. The colors are great, and the fact that it's like carved is awesome. But like the font, I, I will say that the the company that this is made by is uh, Ur Wizards, which make tons of beautiful, beautiful dice. I love their dice of all sorts of different materials. Um, I do think that this font is not the best. But I can I can let that slide for how gorgeous these <laughs> dice are. Or wizards, if you want to send me some dice, feel free. <laughs> they won't now that I just spent like thirty seconds. Yeah, we just them. bashed them pretty hard. Yeah. All right, so more than thirty-three. Yes. Yeah. Fifty-five. All right, Noel's going fifty-five. Forty. I'm gonna say two. Forty-two for Connor. Secrets of the universe, baby. 48. Oh, 48. Uh, this one is going to go to Noel Damn it. at its oh, damn. total price of $67.99. Yeah, $67. Yeah. Uh, and the, here's the deceptive thing is that you think wood is not an expensive material, but I specifically went with not just wood, but purple heartwood, which these are not stained. This is the color of the wood. Oh, where do you find? Uh, I thought they. Find it's a super wood? rare wood. Internet. Yeah, internet. Yeah. Well, I mean, internet. where does that grow? On a tree, Connor. You know what? <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> I hate you, Noel. This. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, this next set right. of dice, also by Ur Wizards. This is a full uh, dihedric glass polyhedral dice set, God. gemstone D and D dice set, Dungeons and Dragons D and D, yeet and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so these ones are made from like a high quality, like synthetic gemstone glass that is like a rainbow reflective glass. But the thing that they've done about these is that on the D twenty. 
instead of saying 20, it says yeet. And instead of the one, it says fuck. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. Okay, so these ones are definitively not pretty. Yeah. I mean, they're neat. Like, the reflection within the glass of them is neat. Yeah, that's, yeah the fact that but... they're clear, but that, like, the interior has reflections of, like, turquoise and orange and red. It just makes them hard to read. Uh, yeah. Like, it's... you can't tell what the numbers are that are showing. Yeah. I can see one that it looks like it says 51, because I can read the one from the other side. Yeah, and there's one that says yeah, 24. The one. Yeah, the D6 I, on I'm the right. I'm just picturing in-game, you gotta roll fuck for initiative. <laughs> Or or you gotta roll yeet for a a critical. Yeah, God, I'm st- I well, don't know you what nailed this it. game is. Man. No, you you got it. You got you it. You got it. Yeah. All right. You gotta yeet that critical. <laughs> Fucking yeet it, man. You gotta get that fat, juicy natural. <laughs> Trevor and I played D and D for three and a half hours today. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, really? Just, yeah, and I played D and D for like four hours yesterday. I'm in two separate D and D games at once right now, you guys. And <laughs> and you wonder why I did a direct sales disasters about dice. It's topical. All right. All right. Ninety-three. Ninety-three for Connor. I'm thinking the last one was sixty-seven. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Seventy-nine. That's what I'm gonna oh, go with. Fuck. Oh, okay. Well, 82. Oh, god damn it. That's what I was going to say no matter what you said. Then why didn't you say it before? <laughs> because I wanted to hear what you said. <laughs> so this one is going to go to Trevor. Shit. Hey. My hair. At 76.99. Uh, so $77. Trevor is over by two. But yeah, like these are, these are surprisingly expensive yeah it's f- it's for it's, it's, it's for the uh the all right so this next set yeah also still dice keep it on that dice train <laughs> uh if anybody was surprised these ones are made of ruby like Ooh. actual okay, so ruby are, okay goddamn these are kind of nice oh wow the title of this one is D20 polyhedral, oh, I'm sorry, garnet. Uh, red garnet dice, D&D dice, seven-piece set, polyhedral dice, uh, offered Dungeons and Dragons RPG dice. They are listed as handmade. Good God. They are a, a deep red garnet, again, with a gold inset markings on them, and gold filigree in the space above and below the numbers uh, to fill in. Very, uh, very decorative. Space. Yeah. yeah. It seems gaudy. Yeah, it does. I, do you think that these solid garnet with gold inlay dice are gaudy? <laughs> what? I mean, I feel like the last ones were like faux gaudy, and these ones are just like yeah. These ones are these ones are these, these are, ones are legit. These yeah. ones are bugatti. These are nice. Hey guys, I, God, I, I might have muted on I this said, one. I said I said bugatti. Yeah, no, we yeah, got no, it. we caught it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go on this one. Oh man. I know where I'm going to go, and that is not first, because I've done that every time. <laughs> <laughs> Noel, what's your number? Yeah, what was the last one again? The last uh, one was 77. Uh, 77. 95. Noel says 95. Does it say, is that just gold paint, or is there like... Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. Let me clarify for that. Um, yeah. It says gold numbers, but I'm not. it doesn't like specify if it's gold doesn't. leaf or anything. My guess is yeah. it's gold paint. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say 120. I'm going to go 110. <sighs> That's what I was thinking anyway, but I... My initial, my first thought was 120, but then I felt like that might be just a little bit too high. Yeah, it feels just a touch too much, but... Yeah, I'm going to let you guys know, Noel won this one if you double his price. These are $189. <laughs> what? Oh, God. <laughs> Which means that Trevor is the winner by default. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's outrageous. Right? It's kind of ridiculous. I guess it's like an actual like stone. Yeah. yeah. You guys are going to love my last one then. Oh, God. But it's going to be made of... They're going to be made of teeth. We haven't had any teeth in this one yet, so... <laughs> All right, so this very last one, I will admit, um, is a little bit cheating because uh, the rest of these have been a, a standard dice set. This one has extra six-sided dice. It has four six-sided okay. dice and instead of just made one. out of stealth bombers. I was afraid you were going to say these ones are theoretical. <laughs> this <laughs> is the idea of dice. <laughs> you yourself can own the idea of dice. Just theoretical dice. One is made out of carved pepperoni. This is pure <laughs> stinky meat dice. What? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! That's disgusting. Uh, it's cured. It's cured. Can you imagine yeah. someone showing up to your D&D game? You're like, okay, everybody but Joe in Roll for Initiative. Joe, we're just going to give you a 10. <laughs> Everything you do is a 10 because I don't want you rolling oh those dice. Oh, my God, you stinky, meaty Joe. Just buy some plastic dice. Okay. Uh, so the, these are pure 99.99% copper. Uh, it's a 10-piece polyhedral dice set. Okay. So, huh. the the big note here is that this is pure copper. <laughs> they certainly are pure copper, but they don't look good. They yeah, are they just copper. Like they do not have kinda. any coloring in the lettering. So, eventually, they're also going to turn to shit. They're going to, like, turn green. But that's fine, <laughs> though. That's like, you know, the patina on a really old gun. Sure. Okay. It, it adds it adds value, is what I'm trying to say. These dice will age and develop with you and their own unique patina based on their location and your <laughs> use. <laughs> we I'm recommend rolling master. on a sturdy and resilient rolling surface or strong dice tower, like our flume and flume two dice towers and player core surfaces. Yeah, that, that time earlier where I said that steel dice were going to be loud, these are just, these will break your table. Yeah, we'll go straight through. <laughs> Too fitty. Too fitty for Connor. Did Connor make a mistake by going first again? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I've already realized that I can't win this game, so, you know. Yeah, I think I already have it locked up. Yeah. If Noel gets the price exactly, he could, he could have a tie. tie. And you know that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to say 499. Yeah, these probably are oh, like wow. stupid expensive. I was I was thinking for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, four ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, what is it with you and cents today? <laughs> yeah, god damn it, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm trying to hit it on the dot. Uh, in a in a direct sales disasters uh, first, I'm gonna let you guys go around in order again and change your bids if you'd like. <laughs> 
We fucked up. Wait, All what? Right. No, no, you're fine. I just think this is interesting because, like, I was like, did Connor screw up by going first? Well, now Connor's not going first anymore. He's got to. Now I'm wondering if, if all the numbers are off. Like, is it like yeah. 36 million dollars? Yeah. Like, he no. wouldn't do this if we were close. Now I don't know why yeah. I'm going, but I'm, I'm still going first because clearly, like, we're so far off that you want us to do it again. No, I, you are not that far off. I will say that. I'm not, Wait, or it? they're not, because they're close <laughs> together, and I'm not near them. Damn it, Tom. What have you done to us? <laughs> broken my brain. Yeah. It's the long game. I just want to go back to playing Pokemon. <laughs> I'm going to go... I, 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 I need about Tree Fitty. Tree Fitty, all right. Tree Fitty. I'm actually I'm gonna bump mine up to five ninety nine. Five hundred and ninety nine. Okay. Uh, fucking dice, man. I don't know. I'll keep mine the same. Alright. Noel wins this one. <laughs> without bumping at five hundred and forty three dollars. Oh damn. Yeah, that's so dumb, man. That's like a hundred dollars a dice. How many dice were in there? Ten. Oh, okay. Never mind. God, it doesn't matter, Trevor still won. Yeah, did. Yes, Trevor is the winner with three correct answers. Congratulations, Trevor. You know dice. I do know dice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that has been direct sale disasters. That ties me and Tom on the scoreboard, too. And I'm running the last game, so somebody else win. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are y'all are right, pulling I away from me. I had I I was I was confident at yeah, the ending of the there. season, but they're pulling away from you, Connor. <laughs> are you serious? Hey, we're not. Noel's got two wins. <laughs> Wait, he does. no, I he got does. I got one. I, I got two. No, you got two. Yeah, you got no two. shit. Yeah, you won two happened? episodes that... in a row. Fuck yeah! <laughs> He's on a trend. Let's... He's on a hot streak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can keep that going. Next. <laughs> Yeah, okay. We got one more game. It's my game, and I am very excited about this. Oh, no. It's a, it's a whole new format. Trevor came There's... up with a killer title. I <laughs> forgot to do that. Shit. Okay. Wait, good. That means that the game is actually good. <laughs> right, yeah, that helps. <laughs> okay, the name of this game is going to be... <laughs> the dead air hour featuring the never game. Yeah. Okay, the name is going to be Catagesagories. Uh, uh, okay. Do you want to do another take there, Trevor? <laughs> I do not. Okay, so the way this game is going to be played, yeah. it's all going to be randomized. I have seven different categories each of you is going to get two we're going to rotate through at random and the person whose turn it is i'm going to give you a category and we're going to see how many things you can name from that category before you get one wrong the other two players are going to guess how many they think the person is going to guess so wow so like if it's if it's tom i'm going to give him a category he's going to go until he gets one wrong and then Nolan Connor would pick a number beforehand of how many they think he's going to get right. So there would be a point to the guesser for if they surpass one of your one of the other people's guesses. So, if, so it's like, over under. If I if I exceed yeah. expectations, I get the point. Yeah, if but somebody, if whoever's you exceed closest. both of them, you get two points. 
So okay. they're gonna they're gonna each pick a number, and then if you don't exceed, then whoever was closer gets a point. And it's two points if they get it on the dot. So if I exceed one of them, I get one point. But if I exceed both, I get two points. Yes. Okay. And then for guessing, the guessers only have a chance to get points if they're not exceeded. Regardless, it's a direct sales disasters thing. So regardless, the guessers get a point. Like, one of the guessers gets a point. The guessers only get a point if... I, I, I list seven things. Noel said three. Connor said five. Who gets how many points? Tom gets two points. Connor and Noel get none. Uh, okay. I list seven. I list seven things. Noel guesses five. Tom guesses ten. What points do people get? You get one point for passing Noel, and Noel would get a point for being closer. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Okay. So okay. So yeah. So basically, if you surpass their guesses, if you do better than they think you're gonna do, both of them, they don't get any points. But if you're not able to surpass somebody, then it goes if to... You, if you only surpass one person, then they have an opportunity for points. Yes. In order to remove their opportunity for points, you have to beat both of them. Yes. Okay. Okay, I follow. There's, There's a lot of rules. Trevor, this, is, this is not a four-beer game. <laughs> I, I am not prepared for this. I think that it'll, it'll make a lot of sense when we're doing yeah. it. I'm on, I'm on the bonus features to heat. I ate all my fresh bruschette. <laughs> I... There is nowhere for me to go but down. Just wait till you hear these categories. Okay. <laughs> I tried to make it like attainable and like ones that we could. All anyway, right, let's go. So, Tom, I'm going to have you pick a number between one and three. Three. Okay. It's going to go Connor, then Tom, then Noel. Good. Great. Awesome. I'm first. <laughs> So, Connor, I'm going to have you pick a number between 1 and 7, and this is going to decide which category you're going to have. Uh, 1 and 7? Um, yep. 2. Okay, your category, Time Person of the Year. Huh. So this has been going on since 1927. There's one, or like, it's, it's awarded once per year. Sometimes it's groups, sometimes it's just concepts, I guess. But... I want to see how many time person of the year you can name. So, Tom and Noel, how many do you think he's going to get before he gets one wrong? Is there a time limit? Oh, before he gets one wrong. Okay. I'm going to say four. Tom says four. I'm going to say... Just because of the way that Connor's eyes bugged out when you told him the category. <laughs> well, once you said concepts, it's like... Fuck. That could be literally anything. It's it just could. whatever they... Yeah. Whatever they named as the time person of the year. Four seems really low. Eight. I think he'll get eight. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think he'll get one. <laughs> I just heard Connor. <laughs> and again, we're going to go just until he gets one wrong, and I'll uh, loosely, like, a minute or so, I'll... I'll I'll start forcing you to spit out an answer. Okay. Um, so, whenever you're ready. So, Barack Obama. That's correct. That's one. Pretty sure Donald Trump also got one. He did. That's two. I want to say uh, Malala. Malala Yousafzai. Uh, There's no way she did. She's got to have. Sorry, I'm just doing, like, control F on here. Bad news. <gasps> really? Wow. That is not. She's a Nobel. She's the youngest Nobel Prize winner. 
So what happens now? Let me just double check this. I'm wondering if it was like, it was more of a concept like the young activist with her and Greta Thunberg. I mean, I would have, I, I also would have yeah. thought maybe Greta. Um... But if Greta didn't do one or didn't get one, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be sort of grouped together on, on another one. So Malala came in second place to for who? voting. To who? Uh, Let me Donald Trump. If you fucking take it. 2015 was Angela Merkel. Oh. Angela um, Merkel? Yeah, yeah. My favorite time person of the year was you. And it was yeah. just a reflective cover. <laughs> yeah. So what you can put on your that? resume that you were the 2006 time person of the year. I want to start doing that. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally get that job at Trader Joe's. That is... Hmm, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so who that points? So that means Tom, since he guessed four and he only got... Was it two? Yeah. Yep. That means that Tom gets one point for being the closest. Can I ask you if RBG was on there? Because that's where I was going to go next. I'm pretty sure she was. Probably in, like, um, the 90s. Yeah. It's kind of weird you went Malala, though. I would have thought you would have done more pertinent characters of, like, throughout history. Like, Hitler and and Mother Teresa. And I was thinking, just... I was thinking research, recent stuff, and I was yeah. pretty fucking confident that she would have gotten it. Again, yeah, fuck. youngest fucking Nobel Prize winner. Not enough. Does not does not cut it. But you you do. Yeah, but you do. RBG also do. did not get one. Wow, this is. So what you're saying is Time Magazine is sexist as fuck. Well, no, because Malala lost out to Angela Merkel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you and there's the half of them are <laughs> more than roughly half. half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roughly All half. Right, of let's move on from my young, failures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're now down to six, and it's going up to what was it, it was Tom next. Mm-hmm. So pick a number between one and six. Four. Your category. Vice presidents. Ooh. Okay. So, Noel and Connor, how many vice presidents do you think Tom can name? Oh, God, like 35? <laughs> <laughs> vice presidents? Vice presidents. I feel like Tom can name more vice presidents than I can name presidents. <laughs> no lie. I had, uh, my co- I had two cousins who used to, when we, they were kids, they would play Frisbee where they would throw the Frisbee back and forth. And every time you caught the Frisbee, you had to name the next previous president and Jeez. who lost to that president. Oh, God. What wow. is your family? <laughs> yeah. No, what was your, what was your guess? It wasn't real. <laughs> he said 35. <laughs> I'm going to say... F- so, for the record, there have been 48 vice presidents. I'm going to say... 12. Before he gets one wrong. 10. 10 to Connor. All right. You guys have a lot of faith in me. Um, so, whenever you're ready, Tom. All right. Pence, Biden, yep. uh huh, Gore, yep. Um, let's see, uh, Ford, yep, Bush Senior, yep. Um, 
really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to go further back. Spiro Agnew. Yep. Um, thank you, Futurama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truman. Yep. Uh, Adams? John Adams? Yep. Uh, <laughs> no one's going to have a heart attack. Uh, You're at eight. I'm at eight. I got to get to 12 to get the double points. 13. I 13. Mean, if, you, if you hit 12, you give Noel two points. <laughs> yeah, but if you, hit, uh, if you hit 10, which is only two more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, shouldn't have told him that. He can, he can just fucking toss the match. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still get a point right, if, yeah, I, if, yeah. I, if I fail now. I have to think about presidents backwards now. <laughs> um, Gonna need an answer from you, Tom. Uh, McGovern. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, no. I don't think so. No, I mean that's. Yeah. Did you just make that up? Well, no, it's a, it's a politician. <laughs> okay. George McGovern was a. That's gonna do it then. That's eight oh, correct, man. and that gives a point to Connor. Um. You forgot classics like Lyndon Johnson, who became the president. Um, Nixon, right? Yeah, Nixon. Yep. Um, you forgot Cheney, dude. Yeah, you didn't do Cheney. Cheney. I, 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 well, I got, to, I got to Bush Sr. Tyler? It was just like, I did Bush. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, Nixon. Uh, but yeah. Uh, All right. So that's a, for... a point to Connor. Whee! I'm impressed that I got to eight vice presidents. That wasn't bad. Yeah. I was thinking about saying eight, but I didn't want to just do another lame number that I already said. <laughs> Why not? It's the best. I, I also want to say thank you to guy, you guys that you are think that I'm yeah, smart was... enough to name <laughs> 10 and 12 <laughs> vice presidents. Well, Dare I say 35. Well, the thing is, you fucking told that story about people like shouting names of presidents <laughs> and vice presidents at each other. And I was like, well, no, it wasn't vice presidents. It was the people who lost just, the election. Oh, people who lost. To the, yeah. the least ultimate version of Frisbee. <laughs> Yeah. All, right. All right, time for Noel's list. Shit. All right, I, Noel. Can you just run down the categories without nope. listing the nope. numbers? I just nope. want to see what's what's out there. No, 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 can no, you, no. Well, can you list it after I guess it? After I select one? No, you'll be able to all, we have to do, all We're going to do another round of this, I assume. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's going to get two turns at it. So. Oh. so, Noel, pick a number between one and five. Uh, one. All right. Your category is Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. Now, United States cities with a population of over one million. Oh, okay. Tom and Connor, how many do you think he's going to be able to name before he gets one wrong? Seven. Seven. So I, I'll tell you for context, there are nine of them. Okay. Ooh. Uh. Five. Yeah. I'm going to stick with seven. Seven and five for Connor. All right, Noel, when are you ready? New York. Yep. Los Angeles. Yep. Uh, Austin. No. Whoa. 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 I really thought. <laughs> yeah. 
You didn't go Chicago. It was was Dallas Fort Worth, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, Dallas. I got those mixed up. Fuck. I was going to I was going order for most populous down. (laughs) Oh, then I would have done Chicago. Then I would have done Miami. Then I would have done Miami's now. Miami's not one of them either. No. One million? One million. Uh is Philly on there? Philly is on there. Baltimore? Baltimore is not. Um, Boston? Boston's gotta be on there. Boston is not. I, Whoa, I was on, really? I was, I was on the I was on the fence with Boston. No, Boston's uh, like uh, I think right around eight hundred. Las Vegas? No, no. Yeah, uh, that's all. Tourists. Minneapolis. Uh, just read us the list, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, you don't want to just keep guessing. This one's uh, fun to guess. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, L.A., New York, Chicago, Dallas, Houston. <sighs> Houston, motherfucking Houston, (laughs) goddamn San Antonio. Oh, San Antonio. Oh, it's every city except Austin. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. uh, Philadelphia. Damn it. Phoenix and San Diego. Yeah. Oh wow, I would have said San Francisco before San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. No, San Francisco is really small, actually. Huh. Huh. Um, nobody wants to yeah. live on a hill like that. My so reality is shattered. Not really. <laughs> so that's a, a point to Connor. He guessed five, and he only got two. Wow. <laughs> He's doing his happy hands dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really painful, actually. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back at the top. We've got I really Connor love how going bo- again. both of the sequels came out right after each other. It's Connor and the Happy Hands, and Connor and the Revenge of the Happy Hands. <laughs> Just boom, boom. Yeah. Well, we shot them sequentially, you know. Yeah. Simultaneous <laughs> filming. Yeah. It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Anyway. Yes. So, Connor, <laughs> pick a number between one and four to get your category. Uh, three. All right. Your category is plays by William Shakespeare. Man, I could have killed this one. <laughs> For context, there are 38 of them. Tom and Noel, how many do you think Connor is going to get? Ten. Ten. For Tom. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Connor. You were in the um, theatrical department, right? I was. I, I was studying to be an actoire. I'm going to keep my face away from you people. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go with eight. Eight. All it's the, right. It's been the popular number. Okay. So, Connor. All right. So, we got Romeo and Juliet. Right. We got uh, Hamlet. Yep. We got um, Macbeth. Yes. We got King Lear. Yep. Uh, we got um, Titus Andronicus. Yep. We got Julius Caesar. Yep. We've got uh, Richard Third. Yep. We got a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes, way too low. We got Othello. Did I already say Othello? Does that count as you wrong? You have not said it. If I repeat it, but just um, for my own edification. Yeah, I'll say if you repeat one, then it counts as wrong. Counts as wrong. But okay. you have not said it. Okay. And Othello is one. We got King Lear. You already said King Lear. What? Did I? Yeah. 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 That is nine. So that's between 8 and 10, and that means the tiebreaker is going back and forth between Noel and Tom. Wait, really? I don't get How many more? can you name? 
How many can we name? Yeah, that so I haven't already start, named. That I haven't already named. That he has not already named. Uh, I will start go... with Noel. Okay. No, go with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What you do about nothing? Twelfth night. Richard the second. Richard the second. Okay. Hamlet too. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like but yeah, that that was that was the only one I knew that Connor didn't mention. All right, uh, Tom, can you name another one? Henry Five Parts One and Two. Yeah, that's actually two separate ones. Yeah, depends who you ask, but yeah, I totally or... forgot that I had already said King Lear. because <laughs> you kept... got caught up on Othello. <laughs> I could have kept going, man. <laughs> so I was trying to remember to that one in um, Doctor Who, like the like the stolen play, but that would have been. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Connor does get one point because he went past Noel, though, right? I still That's get true. one yes. point, but I, I you don't get the double. Points. I had more. I had, but you did. Okay, <laughs> we'll move right along then. We'll go back up to the top with Tom. Tom, pick a number between one and three. Two. That's right between one and three. That's right. <laughs> right in between there. <laughs> All right. Your category is currently active. NFL football teams. Oh, come on! Fuck <laughs> off, there. How God many? damn it! How many do you think Tom's going to name? There are 32 of them. Tom, you don't particularly sports, do you? No. I'm in a fantasy football league, but I <laughs> guess at random. I don't, I don't put any thought to it. I'm going to say 10. I'm going to say 7. All right. 10 from Noel and 7 from Connor. So, Tom, whenever you're ready. Uh, the Patriots. Yep. The Giants. The Bills. The uh, current Washington team, unnamed, formerly Redskins. Uh, Can you name what the yeah, football team it is? It has a name. It has a name. It does have a name. Um, damn. See, here I was being all... Thinking I was being all cocky. Um, <laughs> now, if I name a different team, does that count? <laughs> no, you're gonna have to. You're uh, gonna have to give us the name. I'm just gonna say the Washington Reds. That is incorrect. The Washington it. football team. <laughs> yeah, their that's what is... I said. No. no. I said their the currently is... unnamed Washington football team, formerly the Redskins. You said yeah, but the you Washington said the... current football team. So the currently, yeah. You said currently unnamed, which is not true. They are currently named the Washington football team. I don't think yeah. that that counts, but uh, you guys. <laughs> 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 it's their on their jerseys. It's their name. It's on, yeah. But that is a point to Connor then, correct? You said seven? I did. All right. Hey. So we got four points to Connor and two to Tom right now. So, Noel, pick a number. Yeah. One or two? Two. Okay. Your category is movies that Tom Cruise has been in. And wow. this is just straight from his IMDb page. I've just pulled them out as a list. Can I ask what the... Oh, no, because we still have one more. Someone still needs to go, right? After me? Uh, no, this I think would be the, the last. Yeah. If we want to keep going, I actually have two more categories. Can I? Oh, I was going to ask what the other round. one was. Um, I'll give it to you guys after. And we'll, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. It's for tiebreakers. Yeah. Even though I think we can't end in a tie here. If I no, get no, uh, yeah. if I get it exactly, no, Noel's number. Oh exactly. yeah, that's right. 
Connor and Tom, how many Tom Cruise movies can Noel name? Six. How many Six from can Tom. I name? Started or just was in the credits? Uh, is Acting credited credits. on IMDb. Acting or? Acting. Act- Acting, Acting. Yeah. Okay, okay. Eight. Eight. All right. Noel, whenever you're ready. Mission Impossible 1. And for the Mission Impossibles, um, you're going to have to give me the full name. Well, it was just Mission Impossible. Yeah. (laughs) Mission Impossible 2. Yep. Mission Impossible... Now, this is where it gets tricky. Mission Impossible (laughs) Ghost Protocol. Yep. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yep. Vanilla Sky. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Tropic Thunder. Yep. Moment of truth. Mission Impossible 3 or MI3. Yes. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) So I've done five out of the possible six Mission Impossibles, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the other one. I'm not going to risk it. But do I know any others? Oh my god, there's so many really big movies. Yeah. I oh uh uh uh, uh oh no what did, he, <laughs> what did he do it's not waiter bartender bartender that is correct uh, oh wait I'm not seeing it here bartender bar server no it's <laughs> bar 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 no. yeah I'm no c- cocktail no cocktail cocktail Fuck me. it's called God cocktail. <laughs> oh god damn it. Not that though. <laughs> Seven, you actually landed right in between Tom and Connor. Oh. If Tom and Connor, you two want to I'm gonna take cocktail out. We'll start with Connor and we'll go back and forth to see who gets this point. Uh Edge of Tomorrow. Oh Jesus Christ. Yep. And the other one I just remembered like six more. <laughs> uh Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yep. Top gun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Top Gun 2, The Ghost of Goose. <laughs> the Goose Ghost. Well, they did actually, they did actually make another uh, a Top Gun sequel. I'm pretty... Wait, no, it's called Top Gun 2 Maverick, I think is what it's called. But yeah. was he in it? He is. He stars in it. Uh, um, I think that has not come out yet. It hasn't is come it out yet. One? Correct. Yeah, it's, I don't have it on the list. Cause What's that mean? Risky business. Okay. Yeah, risky business. I could have kept going, but like even if I win, I don't yeah, get the I, po- like I get a point and I still lose this game. So, yay! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bartender, god damn it! <laughs> I'm so Dumb. mad. I'm so mad that you guys didn't get my favorite category, which was going to be definitions of the word spelled W-I-N-D. Oh, there are. This is just straight from if you type in W-I-N-D definition on Google, there are eleven. Jesus, I'm so lucky I didn't get that. I would have done two. <laughs> I would have done Wind and Wind. There's one other that is not basically one of those two, but they all they have different definitions listed. Hmm. I'm so glad that wasn't in the show. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, me too. That would have been a. I also don't know comedic... how you score that. Like it'd have to be like a close enough thing. Obviously, yeah, we're not gonna get like the been exact a comedic disaster. Yeah, yeah. Like, does anybody want to take a shot at it? I think it's no. just so great. No? no? Please, no. No? No, please. <laughs> no, please. Okay. All right. Fine. We'll just leave it be then. <laughs> yeah! Uh, 
You guys aren't curious what the nine definitions of it are. I mean, I'm curious. You can. I'm curious I am, enough. That I you am can curious, tell but not on not on air. Yeah. I'm not curious. <laughs> Off air. All right. Fine. Whatever. We'll move right along. Um, back to winning Trevor's game. <laughs> yeah, that is a a win for Connor. Yay. Of categories. Uh, <laughs> I like this I, format. It's just hard to explain. Right. It's an amazing yeah. format. Move on to some fake ads. Yeah, let's do some fake ads. Uh, today's episode of The Never Games has been brought to you by the fire department. We'll come and make sure your house doesn't burn down, and we'll only do it if you want us to. <laughs> we, we'll go where we're supposed to and do what we're supposed to do. The fire department. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was wittier than it turned out to be. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by mustaches. Yeah. Is your good face going to be covered up for the next six months or more? Grow a fucking mustache. It is by far the funniest facial hair. Make mirrors funny again. Grow a mustache. Make mirrors funny again. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by Dice. They're a lot more expensive <laughs> than you think. And they will break your table. Can you count? Get a Dice. <laughs> I don't know about all y'all, but I'm running out of ideas for anything funny. I mean, just make n- nonsense up. I, right. yeah, I just well, did an ad for the fire department. Right. Like, <laughs> right. No, what are you drinking tonight? That's beer. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I am going to talk to you about a problem and a solution I have recently had and how I went to go about finding that solution. So, most of you do know, I, I, I work uh, as a chef uh, in a restaurant, and we are getting sort of um, a little bit of a fly problem. So I, I went on and bought with the company card the Bug Assault. It is a shotgun that shoots salt to kill flies. Um, it's, it's got a uh, range of like three and a half feet, and I specifically uh, requested to go, come in uh, 45 minutes early to just blast some bugs. So if you have the same problem my restaurant is having, get Bug Assault. It is the gun that shoots salt, and you can also get a laser scope on it just like me <laughs> whoa dude yeah. that's the coolest thing i've ever seen yeah. when you start yeah. talking about flies i thought this was gonna be a mike pence joke but yeah oh, I, yeah. I did too <laughs> but, yeah well <laughs> you know if mike pence had the bug assault that would have been toast wouldn't, wouldn't really be an issue but he don't and i do bug assault that's bug assault <laughs> Use the code BUGASALT to BUGASALT. That's B-U-G-A-S-S. All right, guys. This this has been the Never Games. Oh, yes, and we have had a wonderful party time on this Friday night. Uh, We were going to end the show, but first, some notes from our corporate office. If you like our show and you want to send it to anyone, uh, just tell all of your friends, uh, either in person or through uh, any of our many social media sites pages uh also follow us on apple Podcasts, facebook instagram twitter or spotify uh really helps us out a lot and uh yeah we 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 would love it if you could do that uh another place that you can subscribe to us uh if you're feeling particularly generous and you enjoy our unique brand of comedy and gamery patreon we do have a patreon 
Uh, if you can, if you like us, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, we will use the money to continue to make more content, to get better content. Um, several tiers, you can start at $3, uh, which you just get an on-air shout-out. But it goes all the way up to $200, and at that point you get a, uh, a drawing from Tom of you. There's a lot of other really cool stuff in between, so if you can, it helps us out a whole bunch. He'll even put the names of all the vice presidents in the background of your picture. If you want. Uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll do anything. If, uh, and if you really anything. want to talk to us... The guys at the Never Game, you can reach us to, out to us by email. We want to hear from you. We love your game ideas, your comments, your questions, or even just to say hello. We read every single email we get, and we're always excited to hear from you. That email is hello at thenevergames.com. And also, if you want extra Never Games content, go to our website. It's thenevergames.com. You can find all of our episodes there. You can comment on it and talk with other fans. You can find out what we've been watching, listening to, reading, playing at our Multimedia Minute page. Comment there and tell us what you've been into and what we should watch. We have our dating profiles up. You can decide which which of us you'd follow. You can date with. one of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is also Patreon on our teams. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> it's and really cheap. See... It's like four dollars. Yeah, it's like four dollars. <laughs> I'm very lonely. <laughs> Two happy meals. Also see our scoreboard and stats, and you can find the music on this show, all written by us under the band name Good Damn It listen to all of our game themes main themes and interlude music and going on for the ninth week in a row my name has been and will always be noel mcginnis i am trevor kelly at least for now my name is tom o'brien as far as you know my name is connor provost good night sweethearts and this has been the never games do we play games almost put that stash in your cash been a sticker box studios <laughs> yeah yeah I gotta say 